0: Remembering the great DJs of radio, it's Radio Greats with the live Luke.
1: Well, joining us on this week's edition of Radio Greats is someone who has been both a local and a national voice for the best part of three decades, from hosting shows on Trent FM, Radio 210 and even a little stint on BBC Radio 1. Jenny Costello, how do we find you this fine day? You find me very well. It's lovely to talk to you, Luke. And it's lovely to talk to you too. So Jen, three decades in the business, how was it you got into radio?
2: Well, Luke, I still can't believe it's over three decades since I started in the wonderful world of radio. And I suppose I started into this wonderful business the same way as a lot of people back then in the 1980s with hospital radio in my local hometown in Coventry, where I was born and brought up there. So uh, that was a wonderful opportunity. I did that when I was about 17 years old.
1: So, starting um, started out in hospital radio and it was then on March the 13th, 1988, uh, when the radio said a big hello to Jenny Costello when you took to the reins of Mercia Sound in Coventry. Can you remember that first show you did?
2: I can indeed. It was so exciting because I knew at 13 years old that I wanted to be a Radio 1 presenter or a radio presenter. I didn't mind, but I thought I'd aim high at that early teen age and to do a radio show on my local radio station, even though it was overnight, at the age of 18, was so exciting. And uh, I was very nervous, but uh, it was a wonderful moment. And, uh, and, and I haven't looked back since, as they say.
0: Mercy, is In stereo. Mercy is
1: And uh, what were your highlights on Mercia?
2: Just being there. And I do remember vividly sitting in the record library because that's what we used to have back then in the, in the radio days of the 1980s and taking out all these albums and singles because I was allowed to choose some uh, of the songs that I played on my overnight shows and just being able to, to, to go down to the studio and put these records on and, and learn how, to, how to, to do a radio show. I mean, because it had been my dream for many years to actually do it in a proper professional studio was absolutely brilliant
0: well
1: you you mentioned in uh, in the opening about uh, ...being a radio presenter and also wanting to be a Radio 1 presenter, uh, because two years on Mercia, it was then on September the 29th, 1990, you joined the nation's favourite station, BBC Radio (laughs) 1, and I believe at the time you were the youngest sign-in. How did the gig at Radio 1 come about
2: Well, even now I look back and it it was quite extraordinary actually, you know, a a young radio presenter from Coventry could actually reach the dizzy heights of working at, as you say, uh, the nation's favourite radio station back then. Because after uh, my time at Mercia Sound, I worked in Bournemouth for a while at 2CR down there in 1989. And then just prior to working at Radio 1, I was working in a small Local station in southeast London. And over the, the, the period of about 12 months before I got the job at Radio One, I had been sending them lots and lots of demo tapes. I would send these letters and my little cassettes and say, you know, usual thing, you know, my big dream is to work at Radio One and that's what I'd like to do. Never in a million years did I expect a phone call to invite me to an audition at Radio One. I had just turned 21 years old in the summer of that year, and I got a call saying, we are auditioning you and two other female presenters because we'd like a young woman to join the team. Can you come down to London in a couple of days' time for the audition? As you can imagine, I thought it was a bit of a wind-up at first, but it wasn't. And I found myself on a train uh, down to Euston Station and off to Egton House, next door to Broadcasting House, for this audition to work on Radio 1.
1: And by by Jove, you got the job on Radio (laughs) 1. And on that day, September the 29th, your first show, what was that like and what was the first record you played?
2: Oh, wow. That was amazing. I mean, can you imagine how nervous I was? There I was working in this beautiful big Radio One studio with a studio engineer the other side of the glass. I mean, you know, I'd never worked with an engineer before. You don't in local radio. And it was five o'clock in the morning. Uh, My show started. My lovely first producer there, Fergus Dudley, was basically virtually holding my hand all the way through. I was excited. I was nervous. I was thrilled. I was overjoyed. And uh, those two hours went by very very, very quickly but I had the time of my life and uh... Actually, the first weekend I started at Radio One, I didn't finish at seven because Liz Kershaw, who of course was doing the Bruno and Liz uh, weekend breakfast show back then, couldn't do the show. So I, on my very first weekend at Radio One, did my early show and stayed on to co-present with one of my radio heroes, Bruno Brooks, on the weekend breakfast show.
3: Well hello, welcome to your Sunday morning And to make it easier for you, let Jenny Costello wake you up till 7 o'clock As I've plenty of chirpy tunes, weather and travel news The Dawn Patrol dedication line at 5.30 Five decades of great music And later, a little treat, a chat to Boy George all about his ideal Sunday Music Radio Peva, do you really want me? Followed by that from Banderas, she sounds. And at 11 minutes past five, Sunday, the 9th of June. Whatever your gender may be, I warn you, please don't wear your bikini just yet.
1: So, in in the first weekend, it were it it was sort it was just radio gold. Cause here you are doing your your first show, and then you'll be you're there with basically your radio hero. It's it, it's like a kid kid at Christmas, isn't it?
2: yes you're right. it was like striking radio gold. It was an amazing time for me because back in the 1980s i'd grown up listening to all these radio on DJs they were my heroes. Uh, Mike Reed was on the breakfast show. You had Bruno Brooks doing his drive time show in the top forty. Simon Bates of course everybody listened to him. everybody listened to Gary Davis and Steve Wright in the afternoon and I watched them on top of the pops i 'd smuggle my radio to school just to listen to Radio 1. And there I was in the September of 1990 amongst these amazing radio legends. Uh, Yeah, You could say it was quite mind-blowing at times.
3: Well, good morning and welcome along to the Sunday Early Show on Radio 1. I am your brand new host, Jenny Costello, on my second day now. And like yesterday, I've got lots to keep you going until 7am. So as the rest of the world sleeps, let's have some fun for the thirtieth of September nineteen ninety.
1: Uh, so you were with the station for the best part of a year. What what were the highlights of Radio One?
2: Oh, the whole thing was just one highlight. Uh, it was one of the most exciting years of my life uh, because back then, of course, Radio 1 was the station to work for. Millions of people listened to the station, even on my weekend early show, which started at five till seven. And then when Radio 1 went 24 hours uh, a day in the spring of 1991, I was getting two million listeners each morning, which is outstanding when you think about it now. And the highlights, meeting, of course, all these wonderful Radio One presenters and working with them. And uh, doing the show with Bruno, that was another highlight. I stood in for Jackie Brambles when she was doing the Drive Time show, that was great fun as well. Meeting so many pop stars, going to so many parties and so many gigs and just being, oh, just that whole brilliant life down in London at, that revolved around Egerton House at the time and the Brit Awards in 1991. That was an amazing, magical evening. And just, yeah, the whole thing was uh, just just a blast, really.
3: And in case you're wondering, no, that is not my age tomorrow, my birthday, but the song from Big Dish 25 years. Now, don't you forget, we are only six minutes away from the Dawn Patrol dedication line. <laughs> At the moment, more serious news if you're travelling on the M25 in Kent on the A31 in Surrey on the M4 in Buckinghamshire on the M27 in Hampshire or the M8 in Strathclyde, I have a little bit of news for you First of all then, on the M25 in Kent, the southbound M25 is closed between junctions 29 and 30. That's the A127 and the A13 in the Darfur Tunnel. It'll carry on until 6 o'clock this morning for another 35 minutes The diversion route is via the A127, the A128 and the a13, which will add an extra 15 miles to your journey. So please make sure you have enough fuel. That's what it says here. We don't want you running out, do we? On the A31 in Surrey now, repairs to the A31 Farnham Guildford Road in Surrey Of caused temporary traffic light restrictions off the Runfold section. That's just east of Farnham. That will continue till later on today. On the um, M4 in Buckinghamshire.
1: One thing ship- I have to ask what about Radio One, because you, you you say you were there for the best part of a year, and you were one of the, one of the station's rising stars. Um, But then you let you left the network after a year. Was that a decision on your on your half? Or was it more management? And would you have liked to have stayed uh, with Radio One as it was progressing to this, this new sounding uh, youth station as as it is today?
2: Yes, I would have liked to have stayed. It wasn't my decision at all, and without going into too many details. Um yeah, management were making some changes and sadly, um they they let me go uh, a year later, which was very difficult. Can you imagine at the age of 21 your dream comes true and then by the time you're 22 it's taken away from you. A very difficult time. And looking back, I think I was too young. It was amazing to become the youngest radio on DJ um, at that time, but I think I needed someone to hold my hand a bit tighter through the whole experience and um, be guided more and looked after more, which sadly I don't think I was so much. I think you would be more now, um, but uh, I did it. And you know, it, it was, I've got so many brilliant memories
3: the cold winter just to remind you of your summer holiday good to hear that again echo beach from martha and the muffins at 25 minutes to seven o'clock good evening welcome along to tuesday's drive time and it's now tonight's chance to win an fm walkman radio in our connections quiz I'm now going to play you a tape of three people and I want you to tell me what connects them. They are all men, of course, but it's not as obvious as that, I'm afraid. So listen to this and tell me what connects these three males.
0: The Beatles did an awful lot for us because everyone suddenly... uh, After Radio
1: 1, nevertheless, you moved back to local radio, uh, working on various stations, um, including Trent FM. So what was working on Trent FM like?
3: Well... Uh, there, are
2: t- I, there are two highlights of my radio career, uh, working at Radio 1, of course, but actually equal to that has to be Trent FM in Nottingham. It's up there with Radio 1. It sounds a bit weird because you would think you do Trent, then go to Radio 1, but I did it the other way around, but I didn't mind. I loved my time at Trent in Nottingham. I've made so many friends there. We're like a big radio family. We have radio reunions every few years. And because of the disappointment and the sadness of having to leave Radio 1, I felt like they they swept me up and rescued me from my despair and gave me so many brilliant opportunities. And Len Grote, who gave me the job at Trent FM, a wonderful boss. And then uh, Rob Wagstaff, who took Len's job afterwards, a brilliant boss as well. And working with people like Andy Miller, Gary Burton, Tim Disney, and various others there, James Daniels. It's like doing an Oscar speech. I'm probably going to forget somebody's name, but they were all brilliant. Brilliant people still are and uh, I had a great time I started on The Late Show which was great fun interviewing uh, pop stars going to gigs reviewing gigs doing things like that and then eventually I ended up co-presenting The Breakfast Show with Andy Miller Miller and Costello in the morning and that has to be one of my uh, big highlights of my career as well the new 96,
0: Trent FM, playing Nottingham's Better Music Mix. That's Ub 40 and Red Red Wine. You're with Miller and Costello in the morning. I'm Andy Miller.
3: Hi, I'm Jenny Costello. Welcome to Tuesday at 7.09. Good
0: morning. The new 96, Trent FM, playing Nottingham's Better Music Mix. We were just saying how it's a dull day. Generally, and it's a dull day in the news today, isn't it?
3: Um, You know, National Lottery. Um, I'm dull. not going to read about it any more. <laughs>
0: it's dull, isn't it? What about Coronation Street, Deirdre getting married to Shamir? Dull.
3: Oh, or, no, that's quite sweet. Well, have you
0: seen him? Yeah. I think it's dull, myself. Oh, he's uh, quite sweet. EastEnders, it's always in the hospital now, it's dull. Oh,
3: stop moaning. I'm
0: oh, sorry. Just
3: ignore him, he's on, you gonna know. we're going
0: to brighten your life up right now. Yeah. You've got something very undull for oh, you. Oh,
3: yes. <laughs> now, last week, you may remember, we launched Dare to Win, a chance for you to win a holiday for two, winter in the sunshine in Florida in January. Now, uh, you know the answer machine number, but we'd like to give you the chance on a question of the day today to call us now live on fifty-two forty forty and tell us what you dare to do to win that holiday. Today. Here are some of the suggestions
0: we've had from you so
3: far.
1: On you, were, you were saying doing breakfast, and uh, you go from being a late night DJ on Mercia and then doing uh, early weekend breakfast on Radio One and now doing breakfast on Trent. W- what were the fun times of doing breakfast? <laughs>
2: to work with Andy Miller I mean what a pro I mean he's brilliant he should have been a bigger star than than he was on radio as well and just we worked so well together we just Got each other, and we complimented each other in our presentation style. So that was, so, I mean, it was such an early shift, isn't it? Breakfast, I think, is the best show to be on on the radio, but it's so early in the morning. But I got used to that, and it was just great fun, just to have a laugh every morning. And we had a great team behind us: Richard Murdoch, who now works for BBC Radio Scotland, he and he worked at Radio One as well. He was our producer at the time, and uh, Rob Wagstaff course was looking after us and we, we were allowed to do quite a lot more than uh, we probably should have done. So for the fun and the creativity that was involved in that breakfast show, it, it was fantastic.
0: Good morning, the new 96, Trent FM, playing Nottingham's better music mix. I'm sounding a bit gravelly this morning, I think. <coughs> it's early Lack morning, yet. coffee, yeah. Absolutely. Huh? Mm. 14 minutes to 8, you're with Miller and Costello in the morning. Now, you know, we've been mentioning this for quite a while now, we'd like to give one of our listeners a holiday for two to Florida, but you've got to dare to do something yeah. outrageous to win the holiday and carry the dare out. We're looking for the most unusual, the most outrageous dare.
3: OK, off you go. OK, I'm
0: Roy from Kirkman-Ashfield. And I think this uh, holiday in Florida is certainly worth bathing in maggots, eating a plate of cold mushy baked beans Sick. <laughs> you a fisherman well, I used to be really yeah, yeah. but not not that, not of the maggot type, you no, know but no. what it is that uh, you know we run a a tire company in Kirby Nashville and uh, a little bit zany. I mean, I'm an underprivileged child. You know, I was breastfed for nineteen. The so, <laughs> thing I mean... is, so right.
3: the question is, would the maggots dare bathe with you? Oh, yeah, that's a good well. point. Hi, my name's Lucy tennant um, I live in West Bridgeford and I dare to be a SWAT all day at school.
1: And uh, whilst you were also uh, doing work on Trent, you then went down to 210 in Reddin and... 210, another uh, great station where many great DJs have been on. What was 210 like?
2: Yeah, working at 210 FM was great fun as well because they were part of the GWR family who uh, had taken over Trent. So I was used to how, how they work and the format and everything. And I presented the afternoon drive time show for a while and worked with people like Howard Ritchie, who was great fun. He was doing the morning show at the time. And again, lovely people Great station, you know, great town. So, yeah, lots of fun memories of working there as well. Hotel, spice up your life. Well, I'm just checking the list here. Wanted, management experience, business skills, tolerance and love and joy of the Spice Girls. Do you fit these requirements? Of course, as you know, these ladies are looking for a new manager. Big job, big money. Yes, please. Now, 210FM presents poor Weller live at the Rivermead in Reading, Monday 24th of November. And also the Wets will be playing there Monday 22nd
3: of December. For your tickets, call this number 07087 89 and get your tickets as soon as possible. Uh, don't worry, we'll get
2: you through your Monday afternoon to 10FM. Today's better music mix for the handsome boys. Mmm, Hello to Rachel and Helen on work experience at Essentials in Lower Early. Thanks for your call, Rachel and Helen. bit bored at the moment.
1: Well, All right, um, a couple of TV. other stations you've worked on included uh, the BBC World Service and uh, not forgetting as well, Smooth Radio. And you were one of um, the station's earliest presenters with them, weren't you?
2: Yes after 210fm I worked for a few stations around London and the southeast including Smooth FM and it was great to work there a really good bunch of people and playing great music and just fun to be in London uh, again and also the BBC World Service I was uh, covering uh, top of the pops and other shows as well and it was wonderful to go back into BBC studios and see actually see some old friends there as well so uh, you know I, I I've I've been very blessed with so many opportunities to continue doing what I love doing.
3: The 9 to 5 Smooth 40 on 102.2 Smooth FM with Janet Jackson and Luther Vandross. So do you fancy a night out in the West End? Well, we present never-before-seen footage of Frank Sinatra live at the London Palladium. If you're a big fan of Frank, well, you can see old Blue Eyes himself performing with a live orchestra and those dancers taking you right back when it was actually filmed all those years ago. If you'd like to go and see this great show, call the ticket line now on 0870 890 1108 or you can visit our website, smoothfm.com, for more details. Got the blow monkeys in a moment. The Smooth
0: Weekend.
1: Dave Brown's most blessed with uh, many great opportunities because uh, we now find you hosting a weekend show on Solid Gold Gem. Uh, and as well as that, you were also recently on West Yorkshire Radio too.
2: Yes, because after 2.10 and during my time doing work for the BBC World Service, I worked for a couple of local stations in Southwest London. And then um, I took a couple of years off uh, when I had my daughter. And then Len Grote, my old boss from Trent FM, launched an internet oldest station called Solid Gold Gem AM. And uh, I was very thankful to him to have the opportunity to present an 80s show. And I've been doing that now for six or seven years So I'm doing an 80s show on Solid Gold Gem AM and a new Yacht Rock show, which I'll talk about in a moment. And yes, most recently, you do know your stuff, Luke. uh, I've been involved with uh, West Yorkshire Radio and doing the weekend mid-morning show.
1: This is how I came back to listening to uh, Jen Costello was through West Yorkshire Radio when I was doing a, a little bit of radio surfing. But of course, West Yorkshire Radio. And then uh, tell us about uh, your yacht show as well.
2: It's basically music that would sound great out on your yacht on the Pacific Ocean in that warm Californian sunshine. We are talking people like Steely Dan, Fleetwood Mac, Michael McDonald and various artists like that. And I do a two-hour show on a Sunday evening on solid gold dedicated to this wonderful music. He is a Yacht Rock VIP, Christopher Cross, Ride Like The Wind. Well, good evening to you. I'm Jenny Costello and this is the Yacht Rock Show until 8 o'clock. And this evening, I have so much fine music like this title track to their 1980 album Shine. It's The Average White Band.
1: Three decades in the business. What advice would you give to anyone who is looking at making a career in radio?
2: Yeah, good question, Luke, because things have changed a lot since I started in local radio in the 1980s. But I think the best advice I can give, if you love it as much as we do and lots of our friends do, don't give up. Find any way in you can. And also, Be yourself. I mean, we've all got radio heroes and we can be inspired by how they sound. But I think the most important thing is be true to yourself, develop your own style. If you love communicating, then practice as much as you can in front of a microphone, record yourself, listen back to yourself, think, how can I do that better? And then just look for as many opportunities as possible. There are so many community stations and small local stations opening up all around the country, which. very exciting and also podcasting is big now so if you have any ideas any fresh new ideas just get going do not be afraid to experiment Uh, but ultimately um, just don't give up because it is the best job in the world
1: it certainly is and finally Jen who was your radio great
2: this is a very difficult question to answer, Luke, because I have so many radio heroes, local and national, but I'm going to choose two national radio heroes. Women. The first of which is Annie Nightingale. I adored her request show every Sunday night through the 80s into the 90s. She used to follow the top 40 show. She was absolutely brilliant and still is. I mean, wow, what a career she has had. And the second woman I'm going to uh, say is my radio great is Janice Long. I used to listen to her on Radio One. She had left Radio One by the time I joined, but she became such a good friend. When I lost my job at Radio 1, she looked after me so well. She became my friend. She introduced me to people like Kirsty McCall. I mean, wow, what an amazing friend she was. She still sounds brilliant on the radio as well. So, I think uh, to Janice and to Annie, thank you ladies for inspiring me and still being brilliant today. And Jenny Costello,
1: thank you ever so much for joining us here on Radio Greats today.
2: Thank you, Luke. It's been a real honour and a real pleasure talking to you. And you keep up the good work as well yourself. Always good to hear this. Bruce Hornsby and the range, the way it is. And before that, Kenny Loggins, who's right, who's wrong? Well, thank you very much for joining me for the Yacht Rock Show today. I'll be back next Sunday from six. And also, of course, on Friday night for something more lively, the 80s zone between six and nine. Have a good week and stay right where you are for more great music for your Sunday evening. Just after eight with Sunday Night Country. It's Stephen Wells after Bobby Caldwell.
0: Remembering the great DJs of radio, it's Radio Greats with the Live Luke.